0: Children are dismissing the Children's Church. If you would, turn to the Gospel of John, chapter 15. We're going to look at one verse of Scripture there this morning that just explains the whole idea of Memorial Day. And not only that, it even goes a little deeper than that we're going to see this morning. John, chapter 15, verse 13. You know, tomorrow will be the day that we've set aside to remember all those who have given their lives in order that we might have the freedom that we have as the greatest nation on the face of the earth. You know, Memorial Day was originally called Decoration Day as it was a day of remembrance for those who have died in our nation's service, those who were willing to give the ultimate sacrifice because of their love, their devotion, and their belief in the cause to fight for this great nation. Now, Memorial Day was officially proclaimed May the 5th, 1868, by General John Logan, who was the national commander of the Grand Army of the Republic, in his order, uh, General Order Number Eleven, and it was first observed May the thirtieth, eighteen sixty-eight, when flowers was placed upon the graves of all those in the uh, Confederate and the human, uh, Union Army at Na- Arlington National Cemetery. Now you say well wait a minute I thought it come later than that. Well while water, uh, uh, Waterloo New York is officially declared as the birthplace of Memorial Day by President Lyndon B Johnson on, in May of 1966 it's difficult really when you try to put all this together to conclusively uh, uh, you know name the uh, origin of the day. Now here's the thing, it's not important who was the first to observe it. There's no need in getting into arguments over who was the first to observe it. What is important, folks, is the fact that Memorial Day was established and that Memorial Day is about coming together as citizens of the greatest nation on the face of the earth to remember those who have given their all. You know, one disturbing you know, fact for those who have fought in wars and those who have had loved ones give their life for this great nation is that the traditional observance of Memorial Day seems to have diminished you know, over the years. Many Americans nowadays, and I will assure you today, our beaches are full, our lakes are full, everybody having a good old time, not even understanding why they're there doing that. They have no idea what Memorial Day is. You know, I I guarantee you the beaches will be full of drunks today, okay, who just use this as an excuse to get out there and act crazy and get drunk and things like that. But it disturbs me, you know, about people who have allowed this day to be diminished and they no longer understand the meaning and the tradition of Memorial Days. At many cemeteries, the graves of those who have uh, given their life, you know, is no longer even taken care of and how sad that is. For many people, Memorial Day is just another three-day weekend that gives them an excuse to party, gives them an excuse to get drunk, and maybe go places they would never go to begin with. You know, in fact, one reason that Congress changed Memorial Day from May the 30th to the last Monday in May was in order to give federal workers another three-day weekend. Boy, isn't that a good reason to change what have been there for so many years. Let's look this morning at remembering the sacrifices. John 15, verse 13. Jesus said, Greater love hath this than no man, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. Listen, folks, love is something that is worth fighting for when you truly love something i don't care if it's your marriage i don't care if it's your you know kids i don't care what especially your nation you know when you really love the united states of america when you really love your nation and for what it stands for folks we live in the greatest nation on the planet you know, and yet so many people just thumb their nose at all the freedoms, and, and even those who have given their life for it, every man or woman who have ever fought for our great nation, they had one thing in common. Listen, they may not have had the same religious beliefs. They may not have had the same political beliefs. They may not have been of the same race or had the f- same financial status, but wh- every one of them had a love for our great nation, even in, uh, over all the other Differences they may have had in life. Listen, it is love that makes a cause worth fighting for. It's love, folks. You know, when a person possesses love for a people or a nation, they have no pro- problem fighting for that cause. Love is the motivating factor that causes one to, to, to fight for what they believe in, to fight for what they care so much for. You know, over the course of history, listen to this, over the course of history, we have had uh, close to 1.5 million people. Now, I don't know how many aughts that is after 1.5. Somebody good in, in, in your, your, your arithmetic can probably tell me. But 1.5 million people, men and women, <coughs> who have loved this great nation so much, That they were willing to pay that ultimate price. I I pulled this chart up for you, and I want you to see 1. You know, 1,438,401 estimated to have died in the Civil War alone. 755,000 Americans gave their life. You say, "Well, you know, you know, who was right and who was wrong in that?" It don't matter. The confederacy believed in the confederate states and they loved it so much they were willing to fight for it. The northern states loved their states so much they were willing to fight for it to the point that 755,000 gave their life for what they believed in. They understood it's worth fighting for because I love this so much. I mean, look at that figure, 520 people a day died. Now, can you imagine that? 520 people, and that's just in that one war. I mean, go down these wars, you know, and and you see, you know, that people loved their nation and because of the love they understood that love is something worth fighting for. What is it that in your life that you love so much you're willing to fight for? I'm going to throw this in, and we won't pass the plate an extra time for this. I'm going to throw this in for free, okay? You know why we see so many divorces in our nation today? Because people don't believe their marriage and the vow they made in their marriage is worth fighting for. They just give up. Now, I got to say this because, you know, my little old sweet bride here, she has put up with me. It'll be 50 years in August. Can you imagine somebody staying around me for 50 years? Now, don't think she's brain dead. She's not brain dead, okay? It's just that, look what she's got, okay? No, we won't go there. (laughs) But can I tell you something? And she'll tell you this too. There were years we had to fight for our marriage, and it would have been easy to walk away. But love is something worth fighting for. And I don't know what's going on in your life today, okay? But if love will be the motivating factor you fight for, I don't care if it's one of your, your, one of your wayward children. I don't care if it's your marriage. I don't care if it's your finances. Whatever it might be, let love be that motivating factor that's going to cause you to stand and say, I am going to fight for this. Now, the next thing we see here is this. It is love that will cause one, uh, someone to even sacrifice their life. I shouldn't have put that in red. It looked better on my computer. You can see it, though, can't you? Okay. All right, let's talk about this. When a person truly loves their nation, they're willing to sacrifice whatever to protect it and the rights of the people, even if it means giving their own lives. I, I tell you what, I hadn't planned on this, but, you know, of course, none of you in here today have given your life or you wouldn't be here. But how many of you have served our nation? Would you just stand? If you served our nation in the military. Look at this, guys. Amen. You can be seated. You know what? You, can I tell you everything? One thing that has, is in common with all these that stood up—they love their nation enough to serve for it. They love their nation with, uh, enough to fight to keep the freedoms that we have. Look, this is one thing that. Here, I'm gonna get on them. I, I, I got to get. I got to get this off my chest. Okay. This is one thing that upsets me the most about these people who hate our nation, yet they want the benefits that this nation has to offer. Look, they arrogantly and boldly defile, burn, and stomp on the flag that symbolizes what this nation stands for and all the blood that was shed for that flag that these people who do love our nation stood for. And let me tell you, it just irritates the dickens out of me. You know, when people you know, do this and, and they just making a mockery out of all the blood that was shed by the men and women. Jesus said, greater love hath this than the old man that he would lay down his life for his friends. These are heroes who laid down their life. These are not heroes out there burning the American flag and stomping. They're idiots. Can I say idiot behind the pulpit? I could have said something worse. But... You know, and listen, this upsets me, folks. It just gets under my craw. I gave four years of my life because of my love for this great nation. And when I see people make a mockery of it, let me tell you, it just gets to me. And these cowards, they're, they're, they thumb their nose at this country and those who have fought and died for it. Let me tell you, if you don't like our country, don't suck up our benefits, leave. There's planes that fly out of here every day to other nations to other nations. Find one you love. Listen, if you don't think this is the greatest nation on the face of the earth, go with us to Peru next year and see what conditions could be that you would have to live in. And for one who makes a mockery of the death of those that does love this country or did love this country enough to pay that ultimate sacrifice by their defending or defiling the flag that these patriots fought and died for, listen to me, There is a price to be paid. You will pay for that someday. Let's move on or I could be there all day. It is love that will cause one to continue on even when it seems that all hope is gone. That love is the motivating factor that will keep you going even when times get tough. You see, love is something that, that, that... sometimes requires that ultimate sacrifice uh, 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 of that being our life. And those who have never experienced the battlefield don't understand what would cause a person to stay and fight while others around them are falling off dead. They don't understand why others would stand and fight while they're even taking a bullet themselves, you know. but, But Jesus said the greatest love a person can show is to lay down his life for his friends. That's the greatest love that can be shown. While many this Memorial Day will see it as a reason to just simply celebrate another three-day weekend, another excuse to spend the three days down on the lake, uh, on the, at the beach getting drunk, or at home in a party mode, thousands of women and men will be showing their love for this great nation by serving this great nation all over the globe. All over the globe. So while you're enjoying your three-day weekend, don't forget those who are serving all over this globe because they want to fight for your freedom. They want you to have the freedom to do that. Don't forget those people. (sighs) Second thing here. Love is something worth dying for. Not only is it something worth fighting for, it's something worth dying for. Look here, Paul told the church at Ephesus, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us. Now look at this. And hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Jesus Christ loved you enough to die for you. He loved you enough to be a sacrifice for you. Not only is something love worth fighting for, it's worth dying for, and so many have given their life, you know, for what we have as a nation and how wrong it is to simply take for granted, you know, that sacrifice they've made. But, you know, there seems to be uh, 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 another group of people who overlook another sacrifice. There was another who loved his people so much that it caused him to fight for them and to die for them for what he thought was the best cause of all. And you know what? Yet 2,000 years later, people go on with their life, and the sacrifice this person made simply goes unnoticed. Who am I talking about? Jesus Christ. You see, God saw his love for his creation, something worth fighting for. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that, hmm, that what? Let's look at some of the that's. That he saw it as a cause worth fighting for, okay? That he saw it as something he had invested a lot of time in. That he saw it as something that he would do whatever it took to protect. That he would fight for his creation no matter what the cost. Listen, God created you. God loves you. God says them people are something, they're, they're, they're... they're honorary people. They're sinful people. But there's something, I, I have time invested in them. I have effort invested in them. I love them. And I'm going to fight for them no matter what. Let me, you, you know how much God has fought the gates of hell because he loves you? You see, he, he would fight you know, for his creation no matter what the cost. God loved you so much, no matter what the cost, he was going to fight for you. And you know what it cost him? Let's look at the next thing. God saw his creation with dying for that he gave his only begotten son. You see, you meant so much to God that no matter the cost, he was going to show his love for you. You see, God gave his only son to this evil world. God gave his only son over to an angry mob. God gave his only son to be beaten until he was too weak to even walk. God gave his only son to die a cruel death on the cross on, uh, on Old Golgotha Hill. And God gave his only son because he saw his love for you was something worth dying for. Now think about that. And yet so many people continue to make a mockery of Jesus Christ. They continue to take God's name in vain. Yet God loved you enough. To send Jesus Christ, he gave his only begotten son because he saw his love for you was something worth dying for. I doubt there's a one of us in here this morning who would give one of our children's life for someone else. But God loved you enough to do that with Jesus Christ. He sent Jesus Christ to this world to die in your place, to die in my place. And the question I have to ask, do I thumb my nose in the face of God by not accepting what God has done for me? Or do I accept what God has done for me and say, Lord, because you love me, I'm going to love you. Because you you, you was willing to die for me, I'm going to be willing to die for you. What about what God has done for you? (sighs) For God so loved you and me, that, He was willing to fight for us, even to the death of the cross. Who else do you think loves you enough that they would give their life for you? Can you name anyone? Now, we would like to hope our husband would or our wife would. I would like to think I would give my life for my wife or my kids. But you know, until we are actually there, we don't really know. We hope we would. They hoped we would, but would we really? Can I tell you something? God really did. And these who we're honoring on today's Memorial Day, they really did love you enough, love this nation enough to give their life also. As Americans, as a whole, we have totally ignored the sacrifices made and that are being made for the freedom we experience here as a nation. I'm afraid we just take the freedom we have for granted. And maybe once a year on Memorial Day we say, oh yeah, that's why I've got this freedom, because of those who have given me other life. But tomorrow we go right back into the routine. You know, Memorial Day is not something that we should remember just once a year, folks. We should remember it every day. Because we have these freedoms every day. That these who paid the ultimate sacrifice. You know, I believe it's our duty as Christians to set the example before others that we appreciate and are thankful for the sacrifices made in order that we can have these rights and these freedoms. As I said earlier, folks, it's because of these, this 1.5 million people that we're able to assemble together right here today. It, it, it's because of, you know, those who died, you know, that we're not speaking British. I'm glad I I can't speak British. I can't speak with that lingo. Maybe you can, you know. Hey, but it's it's because of those who sacrificed in that war that we're able to speak Texan. I didn't say American. I don't know how they speak. But uh, we speak Texan and we understand each other. That's all that matters, isn't it? But see, That's a freedom we have because there were those who were willing to pay the ultimate sacrifice. Let's don't take that for granted. Let's don't take that for granted. Also, I feel as Christians, it's our duty to set the example of thankfulness to a lost and dying world of the supreme sacrifice that was made on our part by the Heavenly Father as He loved us and He saw His love for us something worth fighting for, and something worth dying for. And we need to let a lost and dying world know and not just take that sacrifice for granted like many people do. Hereby we receive or hereby we perceive the love of God. Here's how we know the love of God. Here's how I know in my heart that God really loves me. Because he laid down his life for me. Look, there's no need to question, does God love you? He loved you enough, according to 1 John 3, 16, to lay down his life for you. What more evidence do you need that God loves you? Yes, there's only two defining forces that have ever offered to die for you. One for your soul. The other for your freedom as a citizen of this great nation. And folks, we need to remember both of them. We need to remember both of them. Not just this Memorial Day, but every day of our life. Those who died for our freedom and he who died for our salvation. This Memorial Day, let's not forget those who've given that life both physically and spiritually you and me now you may be here today and you don't understand that God did love you enough to lay down his life for you You say "Well, what does that mean pastor that God God God's still alive how did God lay down his life for me because he came to this earth in the form of Jesus Christ he lived a life for 33 and a half years just as you and I do except without sin and at the end He gave his life on a cruel cross in our place. You see, that cross was meant for me. That cross, my my sins were supposed to be nailed upon that cross. But God, because he loved you so much and saw you personally a cause worth fighting for, fighting the devil for, fighting evil for, fighting wickedness for, that he said, I'll go to the cross in your place. I'll take your sins upon my shoulders. I'll take your sin and give you forgiveness. If you accept that death and his burial and his resurrection by faith. Look, if you're here today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you've never experienced his love. You haven't experienced his love, and he wants to demonstrate that love for you today. So if you're here today and you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, here in just a moment we're going to have a song of invitation, and we want to invite you to come. Let let us share more about the love that God has for you and how God wants you to be one of his children and how God wants you to be a servant of his You fit in that category this morning? Child of God, you may be saved, but you just saying, well, you know, it just, it's not as real as it was one time. It seems like I've kind of, you know, forgotten that, that feeling when I was first saved and that desire to serve God when I was first saved. Maybe you need to come down at this altar and ask God to, to, to rekindle that flame within you to rekindle that fire that was within you and if you're one which you're not because you're not on the beach getting drunk this morning okay you're not on the lake fishing so you're not one of these but if you're one who is watching okay who has forgot those who have given the ultimate sacrifice so you can be out there doing the goofy things you're doing Maybe you need to get back focused on our nation and the freedoms we have and those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. Let's pray.